0: I'm James Parker, and this it, it, is it, it, it. Florida Stories. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank, you, thank you. Is it any surprise that one of the top stories of the week happens to be this missing girl and now her missing fiancé slash boyfriend slash whatever he is, the uh, Gabby Petito, Brian Laundry case? Guess where that's based? In Florida. If you haven't been keeping up, This young couple went on a cross-country van ride where they were camping all along the great American West, like the Grand Tetons and whatnot. And he comes home one day in her van without her. And so uh, police try and talk to him. He doesn't talk to the parents. He doesn't talk to the police. He doesn't talk to anybody. And so when police finally show up at his house on Friday, he's not there. And his parents file a missing persons report. So he's probably on the lam, probably camping for real. This time and you know, the way he's acting, we don't know if a crime's been committed, but it sure looks like she's dead. Either he killed her or an accident, maybe. But we don't know. And so this is now happening in real time in front of us. And there's protesters in his parents' front lawn, and she actually lived there too before they went on the trip in Florida, of course. So, you know what, Northport, Florida, you're on the map. Hold my beer. Wait. Hold my beard. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our next Florida story, we're going to a place called West Park, Florida. This is a horrible headline. The headline says, 20-year-old girl dies after car crashes into a beauty salon in West Park. You hear that headline, and you think, oh, okay, so there was some poor woman that was working in a beauty salon, sitting in a beauty salon maybe, and a car came through and hit her. No, she was actually in the car, and she was probably dead before the car even hit the uh, beauty salon because it had gone through an intersection and got T-boned. She was being picked up. She had just got off work around midnight, and a friend was giving her a ride home. She was in the passenger seat and as they blew through a traffic light, some guy coming from the right to the left smashed right into the side of the passenger side door. But it's really sad. 20 years old. Didn't do anything wrong. Just ended like that. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. beer. For our next floor story, we're going to West Palm Beach, Florida, where Rod Stewart and his son are expected to make a plea deal in the case where a security guard on New Year's Eve says he was shoved and pushed and battered by Rod Stewart and his son and I'm, you're already thinking what I'm thinking. Yeah, what's Rod Stewart like? Eighty something years old. How old could his son possibly be? Probably in the sixties. So I'm supposed to believe some young buff security guard doing the New Year's Eve detail at some exclusive muckety muck party was really in any sort of harm or danger from the super geriatric Rod Stewart and his pretty geriatric son. Come on. Of course this happened in Florida. Of course. Oh, and by the way, the guy, he wasn't letting them in the party. I don't know if he just didn't recognize him or whatever party they're at. Rod Stewart doesn't measure up, but they, they wouldn't let Rod Can you imagine not letting Rod Stewart in your party? You're, you're too hoity-toity for Rod Stewart. Wait. Hold my beard. Hold my beard. Hold my beard. For our next Florida story, we're going to Osceola County, where the guy that's working the booth at the tollway had an unpleasant surprise. 40-something-year-old man pulls up to the toll booth, and he's not wearing anything, and he's handling his business, if you know what I mean. Next morning, same time, 7 a.m., the same toll booth attendant sees the same guy come through, butt naked, handling his business. He's like, wait a second. That's two days in a row. Next morning, same time, 7 a.m., 44-year-old Florida man comes through the same toll booth, butt naked, handling his business. So the toll booth Willie says, okay, I'm noticing a pattern here. Calls the cops. So the next day, same time, 7 a.m., forty four year old Florida man comes through the toll booth butt naked, handling his business. And as soon as he pulls through, there's a cop waiting there, lights him up, pulls him over. And when word gets out, he's done this at a few other toll booths too. So that's that's his thing. You know, some people are real impulsive about playing golf or rescuing stray dogs. This guy likes to show off while going through the toll booth. Hold my beer. Wait. Hold my beard. Hold my beard. Hold my beard. For our next Florida story. Lake Worth, Florida, where a horse got stuck in a well. Now, I know you're thinking, how is that physically possible? But it's not a well like with the bricks around it and the little bucket that lowers into it. There was uh, a well that had been dug years ago, and it used to have a pump on it, and the pump broke off. And then the little stump that the pump was on broke off. And so what you had there was just a covered hole in the middle of a pasture on someone's farm, and a horse busted through the lid. And its back two legs got stuck. The, the hole looks like it's maybe two, three feet wide. And so what you have is a horse's two back legs there. And the local authorities got their, check this out, large animal harness. They already have one of these. They slid it under the horse's front hooves and guided it up around its back end. And then they used a tow truck, a like heavy-duty tow truck that's supposed to tow big diesels. They pulled the horse's butt out of the well with the tow truck. And it's fine. It's fine horse is going to make a full recovery. They're probably going to get a better lid for the well, if not fill it in, and everything's back to Florida normal. Wait. Hold my beard. Hold my beard. Hold my beard. For our last Florida story, we're going to end with a fun one here. Ebor City is the name of the location. Cereal Holics is the name of this restaurant and bar, and I know it doesn't sound even legit when I say it. It's a combination of Saturday morning cartoons playing on all the TVs. Cereal for the restaurant and they have a full bar there as well. I don't know exactly what their target demographic is. Maybe alcoholic 11-year-olds in 1988. So I got a report from WFLA, just so you wouldn't think I was making this up. This unique, nostalgic cafe and bar is bringing a bowl of cereal and Saturday morning cartoons to your meal or happy hour cocktail. Cereal-holic has a full breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu, as well as a vast, unique drink menu. With 66 kinds of cereal in-house, most everything is infused with the breakfast favorite. I don't know, it sounds fun, but if you're out on a hot date at 1130 on a Saturday night and you're looking to go get a drink, are you really wanting to include some Captain Crunch? And then when you get there... You think it's going to be something cool like Voltron or G.I. Joe, but it's really something lame like the Care Bears. And don't get all defensive. We all like the cartoons, but I am skeptical of the seductive value of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Wait. Hold my beard. Hold my beer. Hold my beard. This episode of Florida Stories is brought to you by Symmetry Jewelers. You suck at buying gifts. Go to SymmetryJewelers.com. Florida Stories is produced by Spring Rock. Follow me on Twitter at Florida Stories, J. am James Parker, and this is Florida Stories. Here's the deal. You suck at buying gifts. That's okay. I do too. But I figured out a secret. I'm going to pass it along to you. It's called Symmetry Jewelers. That's what women want. They don't want anything practical. They don't want tools. They don't want something useful. And not just any jewels. They don't want you to go to some national chain like a Zales or a K or a Jared. Symmetry Jewelers makes art. Stop buying sucky gifts. Go to SymmetryJewelers.com. Use promo code JAMES for 10% off right off the top. I get a little commission too. Your girl's happy. Everybody wins. SymmetryJewelers.com.